Many agencies have public plans that describe how they'll gradually reopen their offices to their employees and the public. But one agency has been relatively quiet about all of this. The majority of employees at the Social Security Administration are still teleworking, and it's unclear when they might be asked to return to their offices. SSA was one of a few agencies that cut back on telework before the pandemic. But federal unions say employees are as productive as ever now working from home. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now to explain all of the details here. And let's start with what the latest is, Nicole, on SSA. What's the status of its offices right now? Well, Tom, field offices and local offices are still mostly closed. I asked the Social Security Administration several questions about their reopening plans, the future of telework, any dates that they might be able to give me about when they expected offices to reopen. And they didn't really answer those questions specifically. But what they did say is that they're monitoring the COVID-19 situation. They're looking at guidance from the CDC, OPM, Office of Management and Budget, and that many of their visitors are higher at higher risk for the coronavirus. And the goal is to continue to serve the public while doing what they can do to reduce the risk their employees and visitors, and that field and local offices are still closed. There may be an opportunity to schedule an appointment for dire need cases, they say. And as far as we know, that's happening. Um, We spoke with, I spoke with two federal employee unions that represent Social Security employees, and that's what I've heard is that SSA managers in some places are at the field offices and they are doing things like handling the mail, printing, and those dire need cases. And we've also heard that some employees have been asked by their managers if they can come back and work maybe a day or two out of the week to help them with this work. But for the most part, there has not been kind of this en masse recall of SSA employees that maybe we've seen at or we will see at the IRS, for example, you know, other agencies are also gradually reopening. That's not really happening here. And we have no indication that SSA, you know, necessarily has a date or a reopening, specific reopening plan in mind. And some of the challenges in reopening are what? I mean, they could put some plexiglass in and require masks of everybody? Well, they could do that. And it's seems like that might be kind of complicated. You know, in speaking to employee unions about this, they talk about the field offices. You know, one union president who we'll hear from in a little bit mentioned that field offices in urban areas are like a crowded bar on spring break, he said. They can get pretty crowded. And, you know, some offices already have some of those plexiglass walls that you mentioned. Some do not. Uh, the union has heard that SSA may be trying to retrofit some offices into six by six cubes with low walls. There's some questions of whether or not re- that would actually really do the trick in this ki- in this situation. And again, SSA mentioned itself that many members of the public that do come to these SSA offices are high risk for this virus. And so there seems to be some precaution there and some agreement that both the unions and the agencies think there could be a lot at risk by reopening some of these offices. SSA managers are asking their employees whether they're high risk, they have high risk family members at home, or if they have child care responsibilities. Ralph DeJulius is the president of the American Federation of Government Employees Council 220. They represent employees in the field offices. And he says the union is really encouraging employees to respond to some of those questions. I think it is positive that the agency 
has taken a step in doing it right, as opposed to what they've done in other agencies. And we really want the employees to cooperate. But the work at home, remote working, it's a matter of trust. We're trying to build the agency's trust by showing them all the work that people are doing. These aren't our stats. These are the agency's stats that you can manage people that you can't see by how much work they do. It's a different way for SSA to manage, and they're very, very uncomfortable with it. That's Ralph DeJulius. He's a president of the American Federation of Government Employees that represents field office employees. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, and regarding telework, the evidence seems to be that it's been going pretty well. It has. I mean, you know, he cited some stats, and he says that these are from SSA's management information systems, they call it, that say that employees handled over 275,000 more calls to the National 800 number this May compared to the previous May. He also cited stats that say that processing times for a hearing decision have also improved. You know, he also mentioned things like SSA, you know, reaching out to employees and giving them extra monitors if they ask for them or an ergonomic keyboard or mouse. I mean, these are slightly surprising anecdotes for an agency that did cut telework weeks before the pandemic started. And I think that the unions are in this position where they like, on one hand, they like that their employees are still teleworking. They're doing the quote unquote safe thing right now. But at the same time, they don't know what SSA is planning when it comes to reopening. They're not doubting that SSA doesn't necessarily have a reopening plan. They just haven't seen it and they don't think they'll be involved in what those plans look like. Here's the Julius again on some of those concerns. So we are concerned about keeping our members safe because if you're sick, you're not doing the public's work. And with Social Security, we deal with the disabled. We deal with the elderly, people who are filing for retirement. We are dealing with the most vulnerable population. We are very concerned that they're not sharing their plans with us. Again, that's Ralph DeJulius and president of the American Federation of Government Employees representing SSA employees. Interesting. I guess call center people can take calls from any telephone nowadays. They don't have to be physically where the phone used to be inside a phone center. I mean, a phone center is a virtual thing. So that's kind of an interesting statistic. You know, it reminds me of there used to be ladies working for woolen mills that would knit caps, you know, for the Army and Navy from their homes. That got to be a labor issue. Were they safe places and so on? And could they be organized and all of this? But there's precedent for this dating back many, many years. One thing before we tag out here, Nicole, I wanted to ask you about the Presidential Rank Awards. This was not unprecedented, but it is unusual to have these canceled for the year. That's right. We got an email from OPM Senior Policy Advisor John York sent to members of the Chief Human Capital Officers Council that said that OPM will recommend the cancellation of the presidential rank awards this year, citing financial uncertainty, the pandemic, agencies' ongoing efforts to reopen government offices and reopen the economy if they can. And you're right, the awards themselves, while they continued in 2013, the cash bonuses, which are pretty significant for senior executive service members, they were put on hiatus, essentially, back in 2013 during the Obama administration. I think on one hand, you know, John York in his email said that, um, you know, mentioned these reasons, but also said, 
look, we recognize that many employees are really going above and beyond and their contributions are haven't, haven't gone unnoticed. Yes. And uh, there is a cost, as you mentioned, associated with those awards because the recipients do get a very substantial, I think almost a third of their salaries. And there's also just the dual optics here. One, it looks bad, I guess, to be giving a big bonus to people, but it also looks good to be able to honor public servants that are operating in times like this. That's right. And I think if these awards were to go on in 2020, I mean, Tom, you and I have both been to these awards in the past. And last year, there was a lot of recognition for managing through the longest government shutdown in U.S. history. This year, I think we would see some pretty remarkable contributions from some of these career executives who are managing agencies doing things that they have never done before during the pandemic. Well, maybe we'll see it yet. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of her coverage at (coughs) federalnewsnetwork.com. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.